Hello, welcome Meet the Malix. I'm Matt. I'm Ellie. And we're super excited to have you with us here today. So, what has been going on in my life? <laughs> <laughs> you go first, babe. I thought I'd mix it up a little bit. Not much has been going on in my life. I was a little disappointed last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, my family, uh, not because they were gone at a camping trip. I didn't miss them, but it's because something I've been looking forward to since December December. Got December or November, whenever Scott, Scott Frost got hired as our head oh, okay. coach, got canceled last Saturday. Literally a football game in Nebraska. How, how long into the game did it get canceled or whatever? <laughs> that was funny. So they came, They had their, they do something called the tunnel walk when the home team comes out of the okay. tunnel. Yeah. It's like this big, rah, right. yeah. and they come out of the tunnel walk. They go through all their warm-ups, and they kick off. And the kick sails out of the end zone, which means it was a touchback. And then the guy comes down and says, everybody off the field. So it was just a kickoff. Literally no seconds went off the clock. Oh, my goodness. And we were about to go to office. All the fans had driven from wherever they'd come. Yeah. Probably some had flown in, for all we know. Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands were no, watching. hundreds on, of, oh, on TV. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we're all waiting. And... Oh, the game's delayed at least lightning. a half hour. And so lightning. we wait a half hour. We're watching and lightning struck again. Another half hour. Two and a half hours later. Two and a half? Two and a half hours later. Did you wa wait and watch that whole time? I was watching um, some shows on Amazon While on one TV. And on the other TV had the g the had the game that... Did they the have like televised waiting? No, they went to another game. Okay. And they just had it scrolling on the bottom what was going on with the Nebraska oh, game. Oh, man. And... And so then they then Fox announced that it was going to be showed the next morning at 1030. Which was not good news for you because you're a pastor yeah, and you have church. and I was at church. So I was like, oh, well, at least they'll be able to play the game. And then within 20 minutes, Nebraska sent out a tweet saying, no, the game's been canceled. And so uh, if you're an Akron fan out there, I, I hate to say this, but your team chickened out. What? They had options. They gave them options, good options, on where to sleep that night and play the next day. They said, nope, we're going home. No, thank you. We're going home. We're taking our ball and going home. We don't want to play you guys. No. That is interesting. And so uh, they're working out the details because Nebraska had a deal to pay them to play. They were going to pay them to play them. And uh, since the game wasn't played, they're like, Wait, who was Nebraska was paying Akron Why? to play. Because there's some teams that they're like, we're not going to play the big the big boys because unless they pay us to. And so, and, and we had, usually they'll agree to like a home and home, but it was going to be two home games, I think, with Nebraska. And so, like two years in a row. And so, since they weren't going to Akron to play, Nebraska paid them to play here both well, times. Well, it probably helped with their expenses. It, yeah, it wasn't that expensive. I mean, it wasn't that much. It was like $500,000, which is a lot to us. Whoa. But in the world of... College sports, it's like me giving you a five dollar bill. Yeah, but all those fans want their ticket money back, probably. Yeah. And guess what? They're not getting it. Why? I don't know. They just said that the tickets will not be refunded. Are they playing the game again? <laughs> they're they're trying to figure out another a twelfth game for the Nebraska for Nebraska at Nebraska sometime Can this year. Can the tickets year, transfer then? And the tickets will transfer at that point, oh. which kind of stinks if you're a fan. 
that came in from out of town and that was your only chance to go to yeah. the game and you spent that money on the ticket. And what it really stinks most about it is it if, it came, out. if they came from out of town, I heard, I read a report that all the hotel rooms, like a lot of the hotel rooms in Nebraska and Lincoln are going up to close to $500 a night for that night of the oh game. Oh my goodness. And so, so people they may have paid, paid money for this the crazy amount yeah. for a hotel. But most people that, that come from out of town and buy tickets, a lot of them are ver- already rich, so it's not like they. Well, who knows, babe. Anyway, so it kind of stunk, but it really stinks. But we will play. Nebraska will play this Saturday. If you spent a lot of money and drove all the way up to wherever, and all that gas and the ticket money and other expenses, and then it got rained out, I would be like yeah. so sad for us. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, the fans they stayed in the stadium, and there's videos that were sent out via Twitter and Instagram of the whole stadium just singing along to songs being piped through the... So they were having fun. They stayed the whole two and a half hours or whatever? Until it started really coming down and they they finally evacuated the stadium because the storm was getting too bad. And um, and so by that point, people left and then the news got shared that the game was can't not going to be played that night. And oh, my goodness. So, anyway, that was my last Saturday. Well, I had a very interesting weekend. I was not here during the yes. Nebraska fo- football game rain out. I was out of town with my boys, yep. and we went to a campground. That's cool. And there was a like a weekend, Labor Day weekend, um, family camp, a Christian camp type event and it was really really great i was nervous about going because we were going to be you know in those campground type rooms with those rubber mattresses and everything but um it was totally fine and the food was amazing and um there was just tons of activities there was so much stuff for the kids to do like um, a zip line and ropes course uh actually my youngest couldn't do that he wasn't old enough but um there was a foam party where they like spurt foam out of machines. That, that sounds fun. Piles up like a mountain and um, tons of inflatables and pools. So it was just really, really fun. And I, it was hot, but I actually didn't notice that much because that campground's full of trees and you were just always in the shade. And then if you were getting hot, you could go, um, you know, go swimming yeah. or whatever. So, um, and, the, you know, a lot of the buildings were air conditioning. So if you, you ha- were taking breaks inside the air conditioning a lot and it was just very relaxing. And I just want to encourage our listeners, if you get a chance to get away and relax and just get your mind off everything and just, I don't know, it's just, it was like a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. And I came back just feeling so relaxed, like just not stressed. Yeah, that's awesome. Did yeah. you notice I was... Yeah, you guys both, all three of you seemed relaxed. Really? Because then you had the next Monday, which was Memorial, or Labor Day. Yeah, we were actually home on Labor Day and just kind of Yeah, so the boys didn't rested have to and gear up and get ready to school right away. They got mm-hmm. another day to rest. And they were, they had fun, but they came home and was like, we got no screen times. We need, we need our screen time. You know what? They didn't day. complain about screens, though. Um, Brayden was constantly playing Nine Square and Gaga Ball. I mean, playing with the other kids. He just had so much fun. Gabe, on the other hand, he did ask for my phone sometimes. 
Um, I think it was just when he got kind of pooped. He he, I guess he kind of poops yeah. out a little bit. He's my child that loves to go 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 and like be with people and hang out. But I guess he gets tired. I don't know. Well, he's seven, so. When he crashes, he crashes. Yep. So. All right. So what are we talking about today, babe? Today I want to talk about forgiveness. And forgiveness. I'm just, I'm just feeling it on my heart that how important it is in opening the doors to us for us to grow. Yeah. And um, forgiveness can be a hard thing to, to do as well. Yeah. Especially if you feel like you are justified in being upset and that you right. have legitimately been wronged. Well, typ- I mean, typically you are angry yeah. because you've... And usually there's good reasons for why you should be upset, but but it's it's important to learn how to forgive. And I think that's what you want to talk about today. Yeah, I think that it's the key to moving forward. Yeah. I know we talked about acceptance might be a way out of depression yeah. for certain things. Yeah. We're not talking about... Everything, but... Yeah, we're not talking about accepting an abusive relationship yeah. or accepting, um, you know panic mm-hmm. attacks in your life or something like that. So it just, it, you have to yeah. take it with a grain of salt. But um, I think forgiveness is your key to peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, part of your key to joy. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, side note, it's kind of a bunny trail. If you're having trouble with joy, um, start something where you every day, and I know this sounds cliche, but it's been working for me really well. Um, start something where you write down three things you're grateful about that day. And that gratefulness mindset actually re- releases um, like endorphins in your brain to where it like feeds itself. And it kind of gives you that grateful mindset. And you end up starting to think grateful thoughts without even trying. So yeah. every day, make it, put it on your phone as a reminder, daily reminder, three things you're grateful for. Make a little chalkboard where you write it for that day or whatever you want to do, but write out your grateful, what you're grateful for, and maybe practice it with your kids and your husband. Um, something I want to start doing at our bedtime routine with the boys is talking about what we're grateful for that day. That's cool. Yeah, it's we should do really that. really been helping me a lot because... Um, you can just be like, wow, you know, that is an amazing thing that happened and, or that I have in my life. And I'm yeah. so, I don't know what I would do without that. Yeah. That's good. Forgiveness is a, is a big deal. Um, uh, as you're talking ab- about the subject, um, the verse, I believe it's Matthew chapter six, verse 14. And it's also found in Mark as well. It says this, um, forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Mm, that's and, serious. And forgiveness, and, and the thing is, I, I have met people and have known people that have held on to unforgiveness. And usually that ends up being a root for bitterness to sort of mm-hmm. take in. And then they just, they're always angry. They're always and they're upset. looking yeah. for a way. They're looking for somebody to wrong them. Yeah, and, yeah, and and they're easily wronged. They're easily offended. They're mm-hmm. easily because they've allowed unforgiveness just to take root in their heart. And and I I know so there's been times in my life, you know, and it happens pretty often where I'm like, why am I not getting close to God? Why am I not able to 
hear from him right now or mm-hmm. speak. To, and I have to take stock. I'm like, I and then all of a sudden I'm like, God, what's going on? And he will show you if you're sh- holding unforgiveness, if you ask him wh- where you're holding for unforgiveness at. And there's been times I've had to forgive people for things that I, I, I refuse to forgive them. And I, because I felt like they legitimately wronged me and they hadn't come and apologized to me yet. So I'm just going to be mad at them. And it's sort of just simmered and it, it, it can block what God's wanting to do in your life if you don't forgive. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was just going to read you Ephesians four thirty one and 32. So watch yourselves. If your brother or your sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. Wow. So I don't, I just wanted to point out in that verse that if you feel like someone sinned against you in the Bible, in Ephesians 4, 31, 32, it says rebuke them. So I don't think um, you should be as harsh maybe as the word rebuke implies, but. But you should confront them. You can go to them and say, hey, you wronged me. Yeah, you know? talk to them about it. Let them know. And I would use I statements like I feel yeah. because I don't think people set out to offend people or set Sometimes out to I hurt. Sometimes I do, but yeah. I, I hi- most of the time yeah. people are trying to, are well-meaning and don't mean to hurt your feelings, um, but it but they did for whatever reason. And they get their feelings hurt when they find out that they yeah. messed up, but... You know, I think it needs to be a conversation that's had. If you don't feel like you can approach that person, I would suggest writing them a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that you never send them. Yeah. But write them a letter. For one, it will it will feel good to get those thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Yeah. Number two, it will help you to organize exactly why you feel the way you do. Yeah. And then if you do have the chance to talk to him, you'll feel more... I've, I've personally done this. It feels more um, organized and I, and simpler um, when you've written out the letter. Not that you're reading it to them, but you have it in your mind that, th- that this is what you think and then you can say it. Yeah. Um, and, th- and you'll also be less harsh mm-hmm. um, because the, you'll have read the letter and you'll realize I need to tone it down. Yeah. I can't be this blunt. Mm-hmm. And um, if you do get a chance to talk to him. I think it'll be simpler if you've yeah. read the letter. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to them because you don't feel like they can communicate with you on that level, there there are certain relationships that just it can't happen or nothing good will come out of the conversation. Or, you know, you may be holding unforgiveness towards somebody that's past. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so the letter would help in that case. Then take the letter, you know, read it to God, processes yeah. it, process it in prayer. Mm-hmm. And then take and, um, you know, kind of have like a little mini ceremony with the letter, like and burn it in yeah. a fire pit or shred it in a shredder. But do something to kind of say, I'm letting go of this and I'm forgiving this person. And there, there may be times that somebody wrongs you and they don't know they've wronged you. And and you go in and say, I forgive you. They have no idea why you're forgiving them. Mm-hmm. There might be times where you just need to forgive somebody without even talking to them about yeah. it. Not, yeah. not all the time. Right. And the verse, the Bible supports you talking to them. So don't think we're saying don't yeah. talk to them. But we're just saying there's certain situations where maybe it's not a good idea for whatever reason. And so you can process this with the Lord. And forgiveness is a choice. Yeah. Every day you, every time you want to pick back up that offense, mm-hmm. you, you, and, you and, choose yeah. that day, every day to forgive. And if you don't forgive somebody, honestly, the only person you're really hurting is yourself. 
because they don't they don't know like it, it affects you more than it affects them. Right. They're living their lives. Yeah. And you're the one struggling with the anger and the bitterness. So you holding on to the anger and bitterness is not hurting them at all. Right. And it actually ends up coming out and usually yeah. on your family that doesn't deserve it. Yeah. So that's another reason why you need to process yeah. it and let it go. Yeah. And basically what you say when you're forgiving someone is you don't owe me anything anymore. I'm releasing you from a debt. So you know how there's a, a term called debt forgiveness when somebody says you don't owe me that loan anymore for an offense is kind of like you're wanting something from them. You're yeah. want you're owed something. Yeah. And so when you release them from that debt, mm-hmm. whatever it is that they did not do for you or they did you wrong. Yeah. You're releasing them from that and you're saying you don't owe me anything anymore. I can go on mm-hmm. without needing that from you. I'm not saying let them back into your life. Yeah. I'm not saying let them hurt you again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still boundaries that maybe need to be put up mm-hmm. uh, depending on the relationship or what happened. So, so do you think do you think unforgiveness can give somebody control over you that they don't even know they have in a way? I don't know if you're giving them the control, but you're definitely giving anger and bitterness and the devil the control. Yeah. And and he gets to put his claws in you and probably hurt you in other ways. Yeah. I feel like it's we used to call that a foothold or what yeah, do we call that? Like that. Basically, what we're saying is it's forgiveness leaves a gap in your armor mm-hmm. to where the enemy can attack you. Yeah. But when you forgive, mm-hmm. that seals up that gap and then you're that much stronger against the attack of the enemy. So when you forgive, should you just automatically forget? I think you can't forget. I think the only one who can forget our sins is the Lord mm-hmm. as far as when he forgives us of our sins. Um I don't think people have that. I personally, and I, we can look through the Bible for, yeah. but I don't personally think that people have the ability to necessarily forget. And maybe in s- certain situations you shouldn't as far as um, boundaries need to go. Yeah. But when the husband and wife relationship, you don't want to say, you want to get into a fight and then be like, well, last year. Yeah, after you, you've already forgiven each yeah, other. Last yeah, last year you did this and this and this to me. Or five years ago, remember that thing you did to me? Yeah. You don't want to do that in a marriage. So, and I, and I just want to tell our listeners who's are struggling with forgiveness. I, I'm not perfect with this. Matt's not perfect Mm -hmm. with this. There's things that are, that have happened to us that we still struggle with forgiveness, but we are really trying and praying and asking God to help us with this. There's been a few times where we've forgiven each other, but then we've had to come back and rehash it, you know, sometime down the line. It wasn't that we were bringing it back up and and throwing it back in each other's faces though. It's more like. I realize I hadn't forgiven you completely for this, and I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that that's sort of uh, that's different than throwing than it back holding in the a face. grudge. Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely don't hold things over each other, especially when you've already forgiven them. If you've forgiven them, you need to let it go, even though you may not forget it. Um, yeah. You need to understand that that we're all human. Nobody's perfect, and we need to move on. Well, and nobody has the gifts the strengths that you have. So your spouse may not like, for example, with Matt and I, I'm organized. He's not as organized. He's trying and he's changed Mm -hmm. a lot over the years, but I can't expect him to think and do exactly how I think and do, nor should he, because I think that certain personalities aren't as good as organization because they're way better at things that I'm not good at, Mm -hmm. like vision casting, goal setting, seeing, um, ideas, having ideas, um, things like that. So 
don't expect your spouse to think and do exactly like you. Obviously, you're going to influence him or her, but you're not going to be able to change them. So need to let that go. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, a little bunny, a few bunny trials in there. That's okay. But let's wrap up. I don't want to belabor this point, but if you have any questions about forgiveness or anything for that matter, topic ideas for us, please go to eaglesviewchurch.com and click on contact us. That comes straight to us and we'll be happy to get your uh, thoughts and opinions or you can message us on Facebook. All right. We hope you're subscribing to our podcast yes. on iTunes. You click subscribe and leave us a review. We would love that. That would make our day. That honestly. would really bless us. Especially if it's a good review. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a negative review, can you just write it in paper and then burn it up? <laughs> we don't want to hear negative. Honey, would you kidding. please pray for our listeners? Right. Lord, I pray for our listeners. I, I thank you for their lives. I thank you for what you're doing to them, doing with them and in their lives right now. Father, I pray that you'll help us to forgive others as much as you're able to forgive us, and you're able to forgive us for everything, Lord God. So, Lord, help us to have that heart when we forgive others, Lord God, that that we don't hold on to offenses, we don't hold on to wrongs, but that we release it and we forgive. Lord, give us the boldness to confront when we need to confront and give us the the grace to forgive when we need to just forgive. And she's never pray. Amen. Bless you guys. Love you. All right. Bye.